Welcome to the Shift Gold Friday Gold Wrap, your overview of this week's precious metals news. It's Friday, January 19th. I'm your host, Mike Meharry. Thanks for tuning in. Gold is up this morning, supported by a weaker dollar amid worries about a possible U.S. government shutdown. But the yellow metal is still looking to be on track for its first weekly drop in six weeks. The drop doesn't look to be significant, though, only about half a percent, and it could still rally later today. As I record this, gold is trading at 1352.20, silver is at 1709, and the silver-gold ratio is at 78.33. The U.S. dollar continued its weakness. The dollar index was down 0.1% at 90.406 earlier this morning. There's been a lot of talk about the impending government shutdown. The House passed another continuing resolution yesterday that would keep the government running for another month. But things aren't going quite as smoothly over in the Senate. Yesterday, they couldn't even agree to vote. If they don't act by this afternoon, the government goes into shutdown mode, which well, really doesn't mean a whole lot. They might block the entrance to Mount Rushmore like they did last time around, but you probably won't notice otherwise. So what will the shutdown mean for gold? Probably not a whole lot. Colin Szczesnyski, chief market strategist at the Fundamental Technician, said he doesn't think gold will get much traction from a shutdown because the market has already been decentralized with the threat. This is the third time since October that the government has been on the brink. He said, quote, I think markets are exhausted as the government just kicks the can down the road. The reality is that a government shutdown isn't a significant deal because it will eventually be resolved. The economy will not collapse because of a shutdown, end quote. The biggest news of the week was the crypto crash. Bitcoin dropped below 10000 for a short time on Wednesday as a sell-off sparked by talk of government regulation spooked the market. In a 24-hour period, more than $36 billion of value was wiped off Bitcoin. Other cryptos, including Ethereum and Ripple, also dropped precipitously. This kind of wild price swing isn't unusual in the crypto market. As eToro senior market analyst Matty Greenspan told CNBC, the action we're seeing may seem dramatic, but it's really quite normal for this market. Indeed, the market has rebounded and seems to have stabilized. This morning, Bitcoin was trading around $11,700. The sell-off started after South Korean finance minister Kim Jong-yeon said the government was still considering shutting down crypto exchanges. South Korea is one of the biggest cryptocurrency markets in the world. Dong-yeon called interest in Bitcoin an irrational investment craze. According to Reuters, China was also talking crypto crackdown. A senior Chinese central banker reportedly said authorities should completely ban centralized trading of virtual currencies and prohibit individuals and businesses from providing related services. In September, China banned trading cryptos on domestic exchanges and outlawed initial coin offerings. All this talk about regulation may spook markets, but I think the feasibility of significantly regulating a worldwide, virtual, decentralized currency is pretty questionable. They can certainly cause problems, there's no doubt about that, but they aren't going to shut it down. The crypto crash earlier this week sparked a run to gold. 
Frankfurt, Germany-based coin invest director Daniel Marburger told Bloomberg his gold coin sales increased five-fold as cryptos tumbled. He said his company sold almost 30 kilograms of gold worth $1.2 million on the spot market as Bitcoin plummeted Tuesday. He called it, quote, a hell of a crazy day, saying emails and phone calls did not stand still with customers asking how they could turn their crypto into gold. Bullion dealer Sharps Pixley, a subsidiary of Europe's largest precious metal coin and bar outlet, also saw robust sales. Gold Core Limited director Mark O'Brien told a similar story. He said sales of both gold bars and coins skyrocketed as cryptos dropped. He said many of his customers expressed concern about the volatility in crypto markets. They were concerned that the massive price appreciation was unsustainable and they got nervous about it, he said. We think increasingly people are realizing that these digital assets have much higher risk levels than the traditional safe haven assets. Of course, this rush into gold doesn't mean investors are abandoning cryptocurrencies. I think it was probably more of a move toward diversification. Some people apparently think I'm down on Bitcoin. I'm really not. I just recognize the reality. Crypto markets are very volatile. Diversifying a cryptocurrency portfolio with precious metals can help mitigate some of the potential downsides and put investors in an overall stronger financial position. No smart investor would put all of their money into a single stock or one kind of bond. It's never wise to move all of your eggs into one proverbial basket, and there's no reason you can't hold both cryptocurrency and gold. At Shift Gold, we recommend this kind of diversified approach to investing in Bitcoin. Buying gold and silver is a great way to diversify your cryptocurrency portfolio. You can even buy gold and silver with Bitcoin. Call 1-888-GOLD-160 and talk to one of our precious metal specialists today. In other news, analysts say that at current production levels, South Africa only has 39 years of accessible gold reserves remaining. This is significant considering South Africa ranks as the number five gold-producing country in the world, and it could be another sign the world is approaching or has reached peak gold. Peak gold is the point where the amount of gold mined out of the earth will begin to shrink every year rather than increase, as it has done pretty consistently since the 1970s. During the Denver Gold Forum last September, the World Gold Council chairman said he thinks the world may have already reached that point. The big question is how will the industry replace the massive gold mines that have produced large amounts of the yellow metal over the last 130 years or so? The situation is particularly acute in South Africa. More than 40% of all the gold mined in human history has come out of South Africa, but annual gold output in that country has plummeted. In 1970, South African mines produced 1,000 tons of gold. Since then, production has steadily dropped. The country only produced 167.1 tons in 2016. That represents an 83% drop from the 1970 peak. When we look at the future of gold, it's easy to get caught up in the latest geopolitical turmoil or the most recent policy pronouncements by the Federal Reserve. Of course, it's definitely important to keep abreast of the latest developments in the news cycle, but you should never lose sight of these most basic fundamentals, supply and demand. The gold industry may well be entering a long-term and possibly irreversible period of less available gold. As mining companies find it more difficult to pull gold out of the earth, it's going to mean less gold for refiners and producers for the consumer market. Remember, gold gets its value from its scarcity. 
Supply and demand dynamics are looking good for silver as well. The Silver Institute released its 2018 Market Trends Report this week. It projects a market deficit in 2018 with increasing demand and tight supply. You can get the details from this report at shiftgold.com news. Gold imports into Turkey in 2017 hit a record high with 370 tons, more than tripling from 106.1 tons a year ago. This was the highest level of gold imports since the data was made available in 1995. On the economic front, total global debt is growing at three times the rate of global wealth. Analysts like to focus on assets, and they don't like to talk about debt, but they're both important factors in the equation. After all, wealth equals assets minus debt. Think of it in terms of an individual. Say I go out and I borrow $75,000 to buy a sports car. Then I borrow a million bucks and purchase a beautiful home. I go and put $60,000 on a credit card to furnish my new house. So if you come visit, you're probably going to think I'm doing pretty well. You'll see all of those assets and you'll assume Mike is sitting pretty. But I'm not. It's all a house of cards. I'm more than $1 million in debt. One small economic hiccup will ruin me. It's a false prosperity built on credit. That's where the world is right now, and it's just a matter of time before that economic hiccup sends the whole thing tumbling down. Well, that's a gold wrap for this week. You can get more details on all of these stories and more, and keep up with the latest precious metals news and analysis throughout the week at shiftgold.com news. If you haven't done it already, subscribe to the Friday Gold Wrap at iTunes for free. There's a link on the show notes page. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again next week. 